0: You
1: are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Trowel Tales Stories from the Field. So, you might be asking yourself, what is Trowel Tales? It's an archaeology podcast created by an archaeologist, with stories told by archaeologists about all of the crazy things that can happen in the field of archaeology. Hopefully, you like archaeology. In the following episodes, stories will be told about what happens on surveys and excavations, the risks, the dangers, romance, the silly things, uh... Paperwork, uh, spooky and creepy encounters, a little of this and that. This episode is all about introducing you to the wonderful world of archaeology. As an archaeologist, I'm used to getting bombarded with questions or comments about dinosaurs, finding gold, how someone took an arrowhead or a piece of pottery that they found at a national park, or of course, stuff about Indiana Jones. Well, I can't say that I've ever found a dinosaur bone or have much an interest in dinosaurs outside of Jurassic Park. Paleontology is all about the dinosaurs, and no matter who you are, you can't keep Anything you found at a park or from any public lands. That's legal. As for Indiana Jones and recovering gold and other artifacts, listen to the stories in the podcast and decide for yourself if it can, at least sometimes, be as exciting as Jones makes it out to be. I like to think so, but I'm biased. But first things first, what is archaeology? I asked a couple of colleagues how they would describe archaeology.
2: To me, archaeology is the study of humans in the past by examining the materials that they left behind.
3: Archaeology is the study of past human cultures. It's who came before us. It's understanding our past to help with our future. Archaeology
4: is is tedious and awesome all at the same time but it's a it's a means to go out and learn about what's on the landscape and what individuals have done there before you know be it Native Americans you know stopping and camping or a cowboy like sitting down and smoking a cigarette and drinking a bottle of wine you know you never know what you're gonna find so it's a it can be a new adventure every day. Archaeology is
2: digging through dead people's trash.
1: There you have it. As you can see, more than anything else, archaeology is about people. It's all about learning how people lived in the past through what they leave behind. It can be a prehistoric basket found in a cave, an Egyptian mummy, or a historic tin can. Learning about the past in this way is what really drew me into this field in the first place, for better or worse. I completely blame my 8th grade science teacher for getting me interested in archaeology in the first place, Now, I've always loved history. Um, Going to museums, uh, reading about it and uh, reading about history in books, um, learning about history through my American Girl dolls. You know, they had the historical clothes and the books that went with them. And then, of course, just general things going to the Smithsonian museums and just learning about history in that way. And so I thought, You only learned about history through books or thought of it as something that you only saw in museum cases. But my teacher, my eighth grade science teacher, changed all of that. Um, We were learning about the Iceman, um, a guy who lived around uh, 3300 BCE. Uh, died in the Alps and then was naturally mummified, and he had the most amazing array of personal artifacts like clothes and shoes and tools. Um, he even had tattoos on his body, and the amazing thing about all of that is that we didn't just study these things; we actually recreated those personal artifacts, um, and. Oh gosh, I'm sure the classroom looked like a complete disaster zone with straw, leather, paint, um all kinds of materials all over the place, and I bet anybody who walked by um also could see how much fun we were having that we were really engaged in uh in what we were learning, um more so than I think if we were only watching a documentary or getting just a very simple lesson um about uh, this person. So I, I'm guessing a lot of the other classes were also really jealous. Um, so during this project, I did the facial reconstruction, granted a very, very simplified one, and um, and recreated the straw cape. And through all of that, I, I could see, I learned that you can learn about the past by studying the things, um, those artifacts, the personal items that people leave behind. And from all of that, I learned that um, I wanted to be the person finding and handling and studying those amazing, tangible aspects of the past.
2: It's a a fun story. (laughs) No, I... uh, Initially I've I, I remember going to Mesa Verde as a as a kid with my family. And I remember looking at that that the ruins and the cliff dwellings and thinking, holy cow, this is such a neat thing and a neat concept to to just to look at. It really made an impression on me. Um, had no idea what to do with that. I just remember thinking that's really cool. But I'm not going to lie, Indiana Jones really got me into archaeology. <laughs> I remember thinking, watching those movies, going, hey, this is pretty cool. If I could fight Nazis and and uh, and discover stuff, that'd be awesome. So then as I continued going through my high school years, I always wanted to look into doing archaeology, but I had no idea where to actually find it. Um, and so it was just always this kind of, Thing out there that somebody did, and my perception of it was definitely that adventure, um, that you see in the, in the movies, and, and, you know, Howard Carter and King Tut's tomb, and all these kinds of just fantastical, um, explorations and discoveries, um, and so when I finally got to college, I had no idea, and so I went into, to history, and started taking a lot of history classes, thought I was going to be a history teacher, um took one teaching class and said nope can't do this I have no desire to stay indoors inside as much as that sitting behind a desk which is funny cuz now i look back and i sit behind a desk for a lot of my time <laughs> um but it still kind of drew drove me to figure out what else to do and at that time i had taken so many history classes that I had to start filling it with. And so I started taking anthropology classes. And one of the first ones that I took was entitled something like prehistoric peoples or something along those lines. And it was introduction to archaeology. And so at that point I was like, so that's where they've been hiding this. Um and at that point I really started focusing in my undergrad a lot on the anthropology and the archaeology aspect. Um and uh yeah, and the rest, then, is history.
4: Right <laughs> I've always wanted to be an archaeologist. Um, I don't remember a time when I didn't want to be an archaeologist. In fact, one of my earliest memories is being at a museum in Minneapolis where they had one of the, like, old-timey you know early settler houses set up and they had you could like grind corn and they had the the solid brown sugar that you could like you know shave off and i just thought that was the neatest thing and then we moved to massachusetts and you know you live in massachusetts you go to boston you do the red line tours you know all of that stuff and i would be that kid like right up front And always like listening to the guide and paying attention. And so I guess like archaeology grew out of a love of history and just this innate desire to do it. I have no idea where it came from, but it's what I've always wanted to do and it's what I'm doing, which is really cool.
1: It sounds like a lot of us got into history and archaeology as kids, uh, but not all archaeologists got into the field in the same way. Some took a different route.
0: So, I came at, into archaeology a different way than most folks. So, I started my career as doing GIS, which stands for Geographic Information Systems. I worked for a county government in Indiana doing parcel data. So, Let's see, when I was in, I started in college, I had a bad college relationship and then my buddy graduated. So we decided uh, to get out of town and go for a road trip. We ended up out in Wyoming, went to Yellowstone. Well, I figured I want to live in the mountains. So I got back and I started applying for, or just put my resume out for GIS stuff out in the West someplace. And I got contacted by a company in Wyoming for an archeological GIS position. So I did a, an interview in Michigan. I thought I blew it. Um, I remember I went, I took the day off and I, and I did the interview and I came back. And I remember I went fishing with my dad that night and uh, was talking with him about it. It's like, yeah, that interview went terribly. But I'm not gonna give up, I'll, I'll keep trying. They ended up hiring me some for some reason. And I, went, I moved out there and I worked out there for four years before I moved down to Colorado here. But that's what started me in archaeology. So I started doing the mapping stuff and then transitioned over and picked up field time here and there. And now I'm, I'll plan on finishing my anthropology degree in fall of this year, hopefully, if I don't crack up first. Being a full-time student and full-time working it's kind of hard. But.
3: Well, I guess I was kind of a non-traditional way of getting into it. As a kid, I was always interested in the Egyptians, you know, all school kids are interested in the pyramids and all of that. And um, one day, my dad and I were out building a horse corral for my horse. And out of the hole came a petrified um, shell. Now, I know that shells were not archaeology, it was paleontology, but that sort of started my interest. And so went on, went to school, didn't just kind of floated around in college, got married, had kids, and was not really very happy. And one day my husband said to me, you know what, you should find something you're interested in and figure out how to make a living out of it. And so I thought, okay, so what am I interested in? I have been reading Tony Hillerman every single thing he ever wrote. And I was very interested in Indian cultures and, and the archeology span that he had. And then came Indiana Jones. And I knew I was either going to loot or I was gonna do it legit. <laughs> and so I decided the legit way was the best way to go. So slowly but surely, as, um, as my kids were growing up, I went back to college and we'd all sit around the table and do our homework together. And I volunteered a lot, and I volunteered for this really interesting man as a liaison between the Ute, Southern Ute and the Forest Service on the White River. And he taught me, or he just sort of took me under his wing and started to teach me archaeology. He said, I'm going to teach you stuff that you're not going to learn in a book. And the best thing that he taught me was... He took me out to this archaeological site, or where there was supposedly an archaeological site. And he said, he said, okay, I want you to find this site. There's a site right here. I want you to find this site. And he sat down on a rock. And I was just, I must have spent an hour looking around, trying to find it. And I didn't want to be disappointed. I could not find, the to, to everything that I knew at archaeology, from what I had learned in school, I could not find a site. So finally, I just said to him, I said, you know, I just can't. I just don't know where the site is. And he says, he says, this is his exact words. You whites, you don't know how you to find archaeological sites because all you ever do is look at the ground. You have to look to the sky. And I looked up and we had been sitting under burial platforms in the trees the whole time. And I did not once look up. And that was my most valuable lesson in archaeology. And ever since then, I always... When I'm when I'm looking for a site or trying to figure out where sites are, I first of all I always try to think. Okay, so if I was living at that time period, what, where would I where would I put my camp? Um, what would I want? Because I don't think that the human condition and what humans want is that different back then as it is today. So um, I always look to the sky, and that was my most valuable lesson. Went back to school, used. What Kenny had taught me kind of upset a few professors because it was not the traditional way to look at things and um, managed to get through school as a non-traditional student. And here I am at Alpine and doing what I love. And it's, it's amazing to me as a, an older student and, and coming into this kind of late in light just because my husband said, find something you love to do and learn how to make a living out of it. Now here I am. And I don't even think I'm ever going to retire. Because I just love it. I've had a lot of luck. Um, I've had a lot of experience and a lot of opportunities. And um, I've not really, I've not found um, to be, you know, any sexism in my particular case or any, um, any roadblocks. You just go around them. That's what I do.
1: that's it for today's podcast i hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about archaeology and how some of us got into this field don't worry tales of archaeological entry and adventure are on their way on the next episode
0: next thing i know i see this guy coming up the slope towards the alcove he had a gun on him and the belt was lined with bullets and He's I had to us.
1: backpack 25 miles over mountain passes through streams, carrying so much stuff just to get to this survey area, and I just couldn't believe We'll explore what archaeologists actually do and dive into the world of survey. Stay tuned. Special thanks to Aaron, Barb, Mike, Sarah, and Seth who contributed their stories to the podcast, as well as Alpine Archaeological Consultants for providing the space to record those stories. Check us out on Facebook to learn more about the podcast and let us know what kind of stories you'd like to hear. Also, if you're an archaeologist and would like to contribute a tale or two, send a message. Until next time! This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at Chris at